0: I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. It's been a while since I've seen anything as unpleasant as X-Men Origins Wolverine, but one sequence sticks out. It's when some not-nice people drill a series of holes into the skull of the endlessly suffering hero Logan. He's played, as before, by Hugh Jackman. It's part of a procedure that will suffuse Logan's skeleton with a matchlessly hard fantasy alloy called adamantium, and turn him into the indestructible warrior subsequently known as Wolverine. The movie drills itself into our skulls with a vengeance, though I must say my brain glazed over and my heart turned adamantine while the stupidities of this action thriller played themselves out. The fourth installment of the X-Men franchise explores the events that made Wolverine the tortured mutant he became. The first part of the exploration is fast, febrile, and forest Gumpish. What with Logan and his fang-flashing brother Victor, a.k.a. Sabretooth, fighting for their country, America, not Transylvania, through a century of savage conflicts from the Civil War through Vietnam. Once that's out of the way, though, Logan and Victor fall to fighting one another in a series of confrontations that keep coming down to cutlery. Think of knives versus sharpeners and you'll have some sense of the film's emotional resonance. Any X-Men movie has to deal with anger management. Logan is conflicted to the core, and he can't control or comprehend the violent behavior that announces itself with blades popping out of his hands. Victor is pure malevolence, and Liev Schreiber won't let us forget it. But this movie is a case study in mismanagement of anger, rage, demonic howls that grow into howlers, Olympian camera angles, and above all else— the mismanagement of an unusually likable star. Hugh Jackman makes what he can of what he's got. Every now and then there's a glimpse of his native charm and a reasonable facsimile of human feeling is exchanged between Logan and the tragic heroine Kayla Silverfox. That's Lynn Collins. She once played Ophelia on stage to Liev Schreiber's Hamlet. Danny Houston is intriguingly malevolent as the Dr. Frankenstein figure striker, and it goes without saying that the action is elaborate and reasonably effective in its chilly way. Still, how much can anyone care about two stupendously testy siblings slicing and dicing each other in repetitive battles with no decisive outcome? Wolverine may have been made for teenage boys, but they get bored too, don't they? Or don't they? Another question. Does anyone love to watch Matthew McConaughey act As in, I can't wait to see that movie because Matthew McConaughey is in it. He enjoys himself, which is a step in the right direction, and he keeps getting work, which is admirable in this or any other economy. If his self-pleasure seems unearned, It's at least appropriate to the character he plays in Ghosts of Girlfriends Past, a bizarre conflation of chick flick and a Christmas carol. Connor Mead, a photographer and insufferable womanizer, gets his comeuppance when the ghost of his playboy grandfather, that's Michael Douglas doing a grisly riff on Damon Runyon, forces him to confront his misogynist past, his heartless present, and you get the idea. Jennifer Garner brings a sweet simplicity to the role of Connor's childhood sweetheart, though who knows what she's doing in junk like this. And only the filmmakers know, if anyone does, why a movie set in Newport, Rhode Island during the Christmas season is full of people with deep tans. I'm Joe Morgenstern, and I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews.